looking back in the mirror, what was it in your inner motivational drive and the curiosity as a boy that brought you to becoming an experimental psychologist and a gastrophysicist? Uh, so I certainly probably didn't know what psychology was and gastrophysics didn't exist uh, a decade ago, never mind, four or five decades ago when I was a little boy. Um, so, uh, so you know, it feels in hindsight almost like a kind of um, accidental path, uh, not really planned out, though um, I think to get into psychology in the first place, that was all a matter of... Um, uh, I used to go to my local library in Leeds in the north of England and um, take out books to borrow and supposedly to read. And I used to do, take lots of philosophy books out um, and then sort of return them after reading no more than the back cover because they're all too complicated. And uh, once I'd been through the library's um, philosophy section, the next thing along the shelf was psychology, alphabetically. So I started dipping into some of those books and that was uh, kind of interesting. And... Um, I think probably the thing for me that uh, drew me to it was was that unlike other sciences, uh, the answers is still a, a newer a newer field, so a lot more evolution and a lot more argument, and so you're not just being told what's the case. It's kind of you know seem to offer the opportunity to to actually try and find out the truth, whatever that is, and um, and to. Uh, yeah, to, to sort of argue with people. And, and if you had a good idea or a good experiment, then you could sort of you know, prove something. And it didn't require lots of equipment and money and uh, just you know, a good idea and um, a bit of intuition and off you go. Um, and uh, yeah, and then, and then from starting in psychology, that got into the senses. Um, just to go by accident because I had to do a project and somebody had a broken TV and my first experiments in psychology were a kind of breaking TVs effectively and moving the sounds around and seeing what happens. Um, and ever since, uh, I've been sort of adding more senses to the mix. Would never have thought of getting into, I mean, initially it was all warning signals for car drivers and technology and um, audio, visual, and maybe a bit of touch. Uh, would never have thought of getting into food, just because none of the other psychologists seem to get into food. And then it kind of turned out once you got into the world of smell and taste, it was really interesting. And there were lots of, um, not much studied, but kind of evolutionarily interesting. Uh, and there's always like some theoretical questions there. And uh, yeah, just one thing led to another. And uh, uh, then we got introduced to some chefs and then those chefs got famous and and suddenly things took off. And, and now I spend most of my time trying to tell other people, especially the psychologists, you know, even if you're not interested in studying food, you should be interested in food. It's probably what got our brains evolved quite the way they are um, and sort of become an evangelist, I guess, for food psychology and gastrophysics. Uh, but uh, yeah, in hindsight, all kind of an accident of, you know, um, a broken television, uh, <laughs> the arrangement of uh, subjects in the, in the, in the, in the uh, local library and uh, so on.